Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. Happy Monday. Monday morning, whatever day it is for you. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. You can't see me and I'm so hot. Like I'm already sweating, but I only have a bra underneath. So like it's not appropriate to take my sweatshirt off (laughs) in front of my producer. So I'm going to be literally sweating as we talk and walk. But hopefully you're outside and you are getting fresh air and putting one foot in front of the other because this is a walking podcast. If you are new here, love that you're here. Glad that you're here. Happy that you're here. Make sure that you're walking as you're listening to this. It's a new week, fresh start. Maybe you're listening to this on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. And if that is the case, it's still a new day. Every day is a new day. 11th episode, 11 episodes. Wow. I want to tell you a quick story about the number 11. This has nothing to do with the topic today, but it's a great story. You know, I love to tell you stories. So I started seeing the number 11. It was 2019. I started seeing the number everywhere, like literally everywhere. I would wake up in the morning and it was 11, 11. The next time I would look at my clock or my phone and then I would be paying someone and it was like $11 and 11 cents. And then it was like 11, you know, what's uh, one, it would be like in the afternoon, it would be like one, 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 you know, one in the afternoon. And it's just like, I was seeing this number everywhere. And I didn't really know about what that meant. You know, there there are these things called angel numbers, 222, 444, 11, 11, 11. And some people believe in them. Some people don't. I'm a pretty spiritual person. And I like to believe that we're always getting signs from the universe, from the people that we've lost. And it feels nice to be able to communicate with the world within me and around me through different signs, right? Maybe you're someone that believes in that too. And I kept seeing the number 11 or 1111 or 111, literally everywhere. And I started to learn about it. And what I had learned about it was that it was a symbol from usually somebody that's missing, that's like sending you a signal. And depending on what you're doing in the moment that you receive those numbers, it's like a message to you. Like either stop doing what you're doing, it's destructive, or keep doing what you're doing, or here, I'm here and I'm listening and I hear you and I see you, and this is how I'm communicating with you. So I really saw these numbers all the time, and it wasn't just like for a week or two. I'm not even joking. I saw it for every single day for a year, twice a day, and this really kept kept me sane because I was going through a really rough time and it made me feel like someone was there watching me, like my mom was guiding me. And although I didn't know what she was trying to say, I knew she was trying to say something, sometimes it just feels good to feel like you're being guided, right? Even if you don't know where you're going, it's like you trust the process, you choose faith over fear, and you know that you can do this because somebody or something is pushing you in this direction, even if you don't have all the answers. So listen to this. You're going to love this. You might not believe in this stuff. It might be a little too woo for you, but if you're listening to this and you've been listening to my podcast for 11 episodes, you're probably a little crazy like me, and I'm sure you're going to fucking love this. So I've been to a few mediums. I've only actually been to, to two. And, you know, some people are like, 
how is that even possible? How can someone talk to the dead? And I very much believe that people can. I really, really do. And I had gone to this medium, Lori Lipton. You may be familiar with her, may not be familiar with her. And I've gone to her once, yeah, once to her and then to somebody else. And then a really wonderful experience. I'll do an episode on it another day. But my cousin went to Lori Lipton and she had her own experience. And this was um, last summer. Yeah, last summer. And I was still seeing the numbers all the time. Like even when life got better, I was still seeing them. It just, it didn't stop. And when her session was ending, Lori said, hey, you know, is there someone in your family that is seeing the number 11 a lot or 111 a lot? She was like, I don't know. Is her name like Nikki or is it, is it Ricky? I keep getting the name Ricky and I keep getting the number 11. Then I keep getting this woman telling me that it's her sending Ricky a message. Like, it's going to be okay. I'm right there with you. And I just, I don't know. It made me feel so just guided and it was so crazy to hear it, right? Because I believed it. I already knew it. I kept seeing the numbers and I learned about the numbers and I learned about the meetings, but then it was like confirmed that my mom really is with me. And your person that is no longer with you is definitely still with you. So I just wanted to share that quick five minute and 34 second story. <laughs> Not so quick. And maybe you can relate to that. And maybe you see these numbers all the time and you didn't know what they meant, but this is what that means. And obviously Google it and learn more about it. We don't have time for that. Anyways, let's continue our walk. I wanted to talk about a few different things today. I started writing a book in 2017 and it was really a book about my life, a book about the things that I've gone through and things that I've experienced and the loss of my mom and all these different things. And I, you know, I, I thought that it would be a really great way to put my life experience in a book and share it with people in a really digestible way. And I hired a coach. I had a writing coach. I had an editor. This is 2017. And I worked with her for about six months. And then I don't know. It just sort of like fell off. You know, when you start something and then you don't finish it. <laughs> well, that's kind of what happened. And I kind of put it to the side. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready to write a book. It, you know, I didn't feel that like motivation to want to actually physically write the book. I felt the motivation to want to share my stories, but I thought that I had to do it through a book or I always wanted to do it through a book because I've always been a writer. I mean, the first thing I ever wrote was my mom's funeral speech. I mean, literally that is the first time that I sat at my computer because I have terrible handwriting and I wrote out a speech for my mom's funeral, which is so crazy when you think about it, right? Like you think about the things in your life and you don't realize that they're all fucking connected. And one thing is leads to another, leads to another. And I was 13 years old and had no idea that this would be the path that I would take, you know, being a storyteller and being a writer and being a speaker and creating things and putting them out into the world. But that was the first thing that I wrote. And so I thought I would take all these different things and put them into a book. And I just like didn't have the passion to finish the book. Writing a book is exhausting. So I put it away. And I went on with my life and I did my speaking and I was, you know, doing my life coaching and I would share bits and pieces of my book without 
realizing it on Instagram. And I decided in 2020, after feeling really, really, really lost, when I stopped life coaching, put break, you know, my first company, Break the Weight Away. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to this book because I felt really uh, guilty for not finishing it. It felt like it was another thing that I started that I didn't finish. I don't know if you can relate to that. You start something, you get excited about it, you go in and then you're like, mm, I don't know, this is exhausting. I don't want, this is not right. I don't want to do this right now. Or you just are destructive and you block yourself from doing it, right? And so my whole thing was that I was being destructive. I was like, you're not writing this book because you're destructive. And maybe a part of that was true. Maybe a part of that is true for you. But there was like something more in it. So I was like, you know what? I'm really fucking lost right now. I'm gonna go back to that book because that book feels like something that I can kind of hold on to. So I invested another $6,000 and hired another person to help me. Let me tell you something really quickly, okay? If you don't wanna do the work on your own and you think hiring someone else to do the work is really what's gonna get you to do the work, You've lost your fucking mind because it's not how it works. But for me, I really wanted someone else to write the book for me. It, it was no different than when I hired someone to help me do speaking. I didn't need someone to help me speak, but I wanted someone to help me get myself out there or write my keynote or do all these different things I just like really didn't want to do. And I didn't had, I had not learned this lesson yet. This lesson of like, if you don't put the work in first and you don't have a little bit of a foundation, then when you seek someone out to mentor you or to help you and you think that they're going to bring it to life for you, you're really, really disappointed because you realize that you actually have to do the work too with or without that person. People make it easier. They open doors for you. They give you advice. It's all really great. But at the end of the day, no one holds the fucking key to your future. You do, and you have to unlock it. And that is not a lesson that I learned until very recently. And I'm 33, so hopefully you'll learn it a lot sooner. Oh, I'm literally sweating, guys. Okay, anyways, I hired this person. And I had a pause when I hired this person. Like, why do I want to hire somebody when I haven't even worked on the book myself? That was my first thought. And then I was like, no, 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 Ricky. The reason you haven't worked on it is because you don't have the motivation. You don't have the accountability. You're destructive. But this is important for you to finish. So you got to hire somebody to help you finish it. And then I always go back to, why haven't I worked on it myself? And it was like this constant battle between, why haven't you done it yet? Oh, it's because you're destructive. Oh, it's because you're this. Oh, it's because you're that. So I hired somebody and I really shouldn't have. I had a pause before I hired this person anyways. It was a gut feeling that I just ignored. And we worked together for like three months and I just like honestly hated it. It wasn't fun for me. She was whatever. And the, the act of writing a book just was really exhausting for me. And I was thinking about it earlier as to maybe why. And I think it's because I have the type of personality that I really enjoy creating things and I enjoy putting them out there right away. Because to me, the most wonderful thing is when I get a message or when something that I say inspires you in that moment. And I feel like I'm a come with me kind of person where sometimes the things that I say, they're, they're more helpful in the moment. And the idea of writing a book and not putting it out there for a long time just like made me feel exhausted, too exhausted to even do it. So about three months into this process, I was like, you know what? 
it's not the right time. It might not even be the right thing. And I took a step back and it was really hard for me. Maybe you can relate to that when you finally realize that the thing that you want to do or the thing that you've been working on, it's not because you're destructive. It's just not the right time. It's just not the right time. Maybe it's not the right platform. Maybe it's not the right idea. Maybe it's just not right. And because I've always identified myself as a writer, and because I had this whole story, stories, let's go back to the stories we tell ourselves, that I was a writer and it made sense because I wrote my mom's funeral speech and this was how it was going to all come together, that I had to do it through a book. This was the only way that I could share my stories. And then I realized it wasn't. But I didn't realize that right away. I had to take a step back to take a step forward. So I stopped. I really stopped. I was like, you know what? Fuck. I'm done with the book. The book is not aligned right now. I'm going to put it in this little, I'm going to do this one day. I'm going to do this when it's right. I'll have more stories folder and just folded it up. And I don't know, I threw it under my bed and I just lost it and forgot about it and moved forward. I felt bad for like a week. And then I just, I remembered to trust the process. This was part of the journey. And maybe I would write about this one day, right? That I didn't wrote a book. And then I decided that I didn't want to write a book. Who knows? And then five months later, I'm on a walk and I want to start a podcast. And let me just tell you something. This idea of starting a podcast came from literally absolutely nowhere. Like I'm not even fucking joking. I I saw my friend post something about someone that I knew who was producing podcasts and that was it. I was sold. I was in. I didn't even have a fucking idea yet. You know what they call that? alignment. That's a gut fucking instinct. You don't have the answers, but you know, it's right. I haven't had that feeling. And so I didn't even have that feeling about the book. And what I've realized recently is that I turned my book into a podcast. I turned, I literally turned my book into a podcast. Isn't that wild? I didn't even know it. And it's such a good reminder that sometimes we think we have to do it this way or we has to be during this time or this idea has to work and we don't give it room for flexibility. Maybe I wasn't supposed to write a book because this was a better platform for me. Because using my voice is 20 times stronger than using just my words on paper. Maybe this was the way that I could share with you because I could do it in real time and you could come with me on the journey and let's be fucking serious. If I wrote a book, how many chapters would be missing? Because how many things would be happening between now and then? But this, this podcast feels so aligned for me. And it is just a reminder for you, for me, that sometimes we have ideas and it's not the right time. And sometimes It is the right time, but we got to take a little break. And sometimes shit happens where we don't have a fucking choice but to take a break. And I talk about ideas a lot because I'm, I'm an ideas person. I'm a creative person. I'm a visionary. I, I very much identify with, with, with being like that. And so I've got 1 million ideas and a lot of them I haven't finished. And I feel bad about that. Maybe you feel bad about that. Maybe you've ideas or habits or patterns or promises that you have broken and you haven't done yet and you feel shitty about it. Don't feel so shitty about it. We're on a fucking journey. We start things, we don't finish them, we make mistakes, 
Timing is everything. And sometimes it's not the right time. That doesn't mean it won't be one day. If I wrote a book, I would still be writing the book and I would not have a podcast. Because why would I think to do a podcast on a book that I'm already writing? That wouldn't even make sense, right? But I had to say to myself, this is not aligned. You've tried three times now. It's not aligned. But the second I had an idea about a podcast, I hired a producer and didn't even have a name for my podcast yet. And I show up here week after week, not because I always want to, let's be serious, but because it's aligned. And I, I feel in my heart and my soul that it feels like a purpose that's bigger than me. That's not what the book felt like. Even when I would tell myself, like, you're not writing this for you, you're writing this for other people, like couldn't get me to sit down and do it. It wasn't big enough. So think about the reasons that you're doing certain things. If you don't have a big enough reason to do it, it's probably not going to get done. And, and that's a good indication that A, like your idea is, is not 100% there yet, or it's not 100% aligned, or it's not the right time. It's no different than like a relationship. Sometimes it's just not the right time, or it's not the right relationship. And I just... It was just so interesting that I was just thinking about that this morning that I literally turned it into a podcast. And what a better platform, right? Because we're friends and we can take walks together. And I'm so happy that I didn't tell anybody again that I was doing this podcast. Because when I told people I was writing a book, some people were really supportive and some people were like, well, who's going to read your book? And that made me feel so bad about myself. How many times... Do you just not trust yourself? Or someone just says like one little thing and you're like, mm, maybe I'll erase that Instagram post or I don't want to post that or I don't like that picture or I'm not going to do that idea or I'm not going to go on that vacation because five people that really aren't even that great or maybe you do look up to some of them have said one little thing and kind of steered you in a different direction. Do you believe in yourself? I mean, really think about that right now. If you didn't ask anybody their opinions, and I'm not saying that opinions aren't good, but when you ask too many people their opinions, they're going to get a lot of opinions. Some you really don't even need to hear. But do you believe in yourself? I mean, really, truly? Because if you do believe in yourself, you have to believe that you're going to do great things, even if they don't happen right away, even if not everyone understands them. And I think it's just a good reminder that we all have great ideas and we all want so many things in our lives and we think that when we have an idea, we're just like, let's do it now, right? Let's get it done. And, and then, it, then it feels hard. And I don't know. I don't know that everything should feel so hard. I mean, like I've had a lot of hard shit in my life and I want things to be easier. And so it's just, it's just interesting. And I, I feel grateful that I'm, that I'm in this place right now. And it doesn't mean I have every answer. Like, obviously, you know, I don't. And I don't know where the hell my journey is going. I don't know where this podcast is going. I don't know where anything in my life is going to be 100% honest with you, but I'm trying to be more open about that. Because I don't want you to think that you're alone or crazy or that you've you're destructive and you can't follow through in your ideas or you start things and you don't finish them and you're crazy and you're the only one like, hey, what's up? My name is Ricky and <laughs> I literally were the same. I'm just talking about it. And I hope that helps you. It helps me to talk about it. 
sometimes I come in here and I'm like, what am I going to talk about today? <laughs> I just start talking and I don't stop. You're like, we know, Ricky. But yeah, timing is everything. And if you keep pushing at something and it just feels hard, maybe it's just not supposed to happen right now. And that's okay. And if you think someone else is going to make it happen for you and you can't even, because you won't even do it yourself, like you got to put the work in. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm so grateful that I took this idea and made it happen because it felt more aligned. So chase after your dreams and, and turn your ideas into action, but also know when to take a step back and know when the idea isn't really working for you anymore. Can you switch or change the idea? Maybe you can wait for the idea and trust the timing of your life, knowing that in time and with time, it will happen it might turn into something even better. Thanks for walking with me. Thank you for putting one foot in front of the other. And hopefully I make you feel more normal <laughs> about your life and the things that you go through, and the things that you're going through. And I also just wanted to say that there are things that I'm going through right now. Personally, I haven't talked about in the podcast yet. And I'm sure that I will one day, but I want you to know that even when I give advice or even when I share things with you, I'm still dealing with certain things in my life and you don't have, you don't have to have it all figured out to take steps forward. It's basically what I'm saying is you can still do all the things you want to do and become the person that you want to become. Even if you don't have it all figured out yet, you figure it out as you go. I'm figuring it out with you. So let's keep putting one foot in front of the other. Let's get our steps in. Let's drink water. Let's treat ourselves nicely and let's keep taking steps forward. Hope you had a great walk. Hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week. If you don't, every day is a new day. I'm here for you. Reach out, leave me a review. It helps the podcast grow. DM me if you related to this episode and I will see you next Monday. Have a great day.